0: week at BNI for Success, we'll talk about referral networking that works. We'll discuss networking tips, strategies, and action steps that are designed to help entrepreneurs and businesses work together to create quality referral business and explore new opportunities.
1: Hello, I'm C. Brawner, and recently I had the honor of being a guest host at the Positively Remarkable Forum. Today's podcast is not about me being the guest host, but more importantly, about Debbie George, founder, CEO of uh, The Cookie Mill and Cookie Premier. I'm here to share this with you today. Let's go. You know, as you know, positivity is the key to all that we do. The pillars of strength and the stories that we share here in the positively remarkable form, they complement the importance of a positive attitude and and the positive global movement. And each week we discuss the pillars of strength that make up living positively every day. Let's go through them right now, show that you care, accept responsibility, keep your word, enjoy a little craziness, always think remarkable, treat with respect. And our guest today will be sharing the, the pillar of Always Think Remarkable. Debbie George is a proud BNI member of Power Professional Queen Chapter in Arizona. She is a professional cookie maker and the founder of Mm cookiemill.com. Debbie and Cookie Mill help companies who value customer and employee recognition by providing high volume homemade from scratch, wholesome, all natural logoed sugar cookies that are individually heat sealed for easy distribution. Her company has sold an amazing 32,000 plus custom cookies over the past 12 months. I just can't even imagine that kind of turnout in 12 months. And she'd love to learn, earn, excuse me, the closing and thank you gift business from your referrals. Um, Something you may not know, but I'm proud to share here is Debbie's also a mother of four grown children ranging in ages from 32 to 19, and both daughters have their own, uh, both have daughters of their own. Maddie is 12 and Charlie's four, and when she's not making cookies, well, she's making cookies, <laughs> and she told me that she loves growing her business in the B&I community and has ambitions someday to be even more involved in their leadership team, and I think with that photo of her next to uh, Nate, she's probably well on her way there.
0: Thank you so much for that introduction, Cease. I really appreciate that. And I love those pictures. I want copies of them. <laughs> They're not in my library. Um, thank you very much for that um, beautiful introduction. And thank you, Norm, for inviting me to speak today. Um, next slide, please. I just wanted to show a couple of pictures of my kiddos. Um, the one on the left is Charlie. She's the four year old. That's right after a little dance performance. And then, um, My four kids are on the top there, Adam, Jennifer, Scott, and Brittany's the goofball laying across all of them. And then uh, Maddie is my 12-year-old granddaughter, and then there's a picture of all of uh, my kids and I. Um, So... uh, Uh, Let's see. Next slide, please. (laughs) Thank you. Okay, so here's a special treat for you guys. I know my mom is a very active member here in this positivity community, and we don't always get to see her beautiful smiling face. So I thought I would treat you with a a picture of her um, getting some, uh, a, a cookie delivery, actually, she was receiving there. So, um, uh, I wanted to also take this time to say that she is my biggest fan and Cookie Mill's number one admirer. Cookie Mill, and let's be honest here, myself personally as well, would not even exist today without her love, support, and generosity. I am so grateful for my mom for every way she has improved my life and every way she is shaping the person I am learning to be. So thank you, mom. I love you. (laughs) Next slide, please. Yeah. (laughs) Thanksgiving, just like that. Yep. Okay, here we go. Okay, so today's topic is always think remarkable. And first of all, I just wanted to share a little story about what happened when I was researching this topic um, to present. Every night before bed and every morning before getting up, I had the thought, how can I be remarkable today? Or how was I remarkable today? It was almost as if the mere question caused me to raise my vibration and all sorts of great ideas poured into my brain. Um, ways I could help myself and others throughout my day just to give even more sense of purpose and meaning to my life um, that made me want to be remarkable. So even though I actually got to be the lucky one who was chosen to present today, always think remarkable. Remarkable. I highly recommend that each and every one of us pick a topic from our list and pretend as if we are going to present. It's truly remarkable what happens when you focus specifically and deliberately on one of those topics. Um, I found myself asking uh, throughout the day, you know, what would a remarkable person do in this situation, or how can I show up remarkably right now? Um, and it was just truly an eye-opening experience. This mind shift so many times this week. So thank you so much for the opportunity to let me share my thoughts and and research that. It's been really fun. Um, so next slide. Well, you're really good at this. <laughs> so we're changing the slides. <laughs> Um, Okay, so to begin with, I thought it would be fun to just identify the word, Um, remarkable. It's an adjective. And uh, here are just a few of the common synonyms for remarkable. Um, Extraordinary, exceptional, amazing, marvelous, wonderful. I mean, just reading this list makes you in a good mood, doesn't it? It's just kind of, I don't know, it just makes me happy. Anyway, um, lots, lots more. I think the page was really super long, but I just wanted to put a few of them in there. Okay. And then I found this chart. This is so interesting to me. This is a a chart of the use of the word remarkable over, I guess it started in the 1800s and now it goes through to 2019. I thought that was so interesting that it used to be used all the time, it looks like. And then, you know, towards the beginning of the 1900s and, and going on, it just went down and down and down and down. So, Um, I thought it was noteworthy, no pun intended, um, as I contemplated the meaning of this decline in the use of remarkable. I I guess it would be futile to try to guess why the use of this word has declined over our lifetimes, but wouldn't it be fun anyway to try to reverse this trend? How powerful would it be if everyone woke up with the intention for the day? How can I show up remarkable? After the evidence of this week's accomplishments, I couldn't recommend it more. Next slide, okay. So as much as I would love to experience every moment of every day as rainbows and butterflies, that is not usually what happens, right? Some days the feelings and attitudes of remarkability completely escape us. And in my world, this is true more often than I'm comfortable admitting. I've been told though, it's perfectly okay, normal, and in fact, expected to experience up and downs. We can't, uh, we cannot expect ourselves and others to be extraordinary all of the time. Only my mom is capable of doing this because she's a superhero. (laughs) So, um, but what do you do when you want to think and feel remarkable and are just not able to pull it off? You're just not feeling motivated. Um, These are um, two of my favorite ones. If you find some motivation lying on the ground, please give it back. It's mine. (laughs) And then the next meme says, I'm lacking the zippity part of this doodah day. Um, and by the way, a little side note, uh, if you all know the song zippity doo da Zippity-A from Disneyland, oh my gosh, sing that and try not to be happy. It is the funnest song. I sang it on my walk this morning. <laughs> but, um, uh, anyway, so, uh, let's see, where was I? Uh, you're, you're just not feeling motivated, something's bothering you and you can't quite put your finger on it, it could be because of a hidden belief, or many in my case, um, that are stopping you. I say hidden because we often don't even know these negative beliefs are controlling our moods and behaviors in the background. You know a belief is negative or not working in your favor if it causes you pain or suffering, like tears, anger, heartache, et cetera. Um, But more on that later. Once we learn to meet those beliefs with a new understanding, it'll be easier, in some cases effortless, to make a deliberate intention to be remarkable on any given day or during any given moment. I'm about to share with you just how to make that happen. So... This, I don't know if anybody's ever heard of the work by Byron Katie, but you are each invited now to participate silently from where you are. While Cece and I go through this process, we are going to identify a limiting belief so I can question it head on to find relief and get back to my higher vibration and enjoy thinking remarkably. Again, this practice is called The Work by Byron Katie, and it's super simple. You can find her work, all of the free resources at thework.com. I think we're going to put that in the chat. Um, So it's called thework.com. Cece is also going to attach some, um, some of the free resources that I find really super helpful in the chat box a little bit later. Um, so Katie, Byron Katie, um, goes by uh, Katie, says that all uh, the cause of all suffering is what you are thinking and believing. If you're believing something that is opposite of your true nature, which is love, it shows up like sadness, anger, rage, and confusion. Her simple set of four questions can help you discover your true and positive nature, your remarkability. So I'm going to ask Cease to read me the four questions and just simply hold the space for me to answer the questions without offering any answers or feedback. This is a critical aspect of the work. The practice is not about people telling you what to do or how you should think, act, or feel. It's called self-inquiry for an important reason, for you to find your own way. It's the only way for an organic and natural shift to occur. Um, I used to ask my uh, son, Adam, to read me the four questions when I was having a particularly rough patch. And his unbiased eight-year-old mind was perfect because he kept it simple, even, uh, it's simple enough for me to find my own answers. Um, And also I wanna be really clear about one thing. This is a really super short demo of the work. This is no way intended to be like a complete training. It's just a little preview, just a glimpse into the possibilities of finding some peace or or at least some understanding. Okay, so to begin with the facilitator, in this case Cease will ask me to think of a stressful situation with someone. Like the, the last time I got upset, for example, an argument as you meditate on that specific time and place think about how you're feeling in that moment stick with that image uh, throughout the entire meditation find the belief that's causing the pain for for my example um, we'll get into that in a second you'll see how we walk through it so cease take it away
1: <laughs> all right then let's let's begin um you have here your first think of the the situation. Um, do you want to do that? Or you mentioned you want to do that later?
0: Yeah, no, that's important to start. So um, the very first thing I do is I think of a stressful situation. So the last situation, well, it's not the last one, but there is a situation that happened that upset me. And um, that was in my, and a lot of you might be able to Relate to this? I'm not sure. In my BNI meeting, um, I was—I really had my heart set on joining the education coordination team. And in this particular meeting, they didn't ask me. They didn't invite me to be on that team. So that's my stressful situation. Um, and the belief that came up out of that was they left me out. So that's my stressful thought. They left me out. Has anybody ever felt left out of something before? Yeah, it's a real common belief. It's called a universal belief, and um, and this one hits hard to me because I'm so passionate about education. So, um, and we'll, we're we're going to keep it kind of light today. This is not a real meditation, but we still want to go through the steps just so you can see how it works. So,
1: let's begin. They left you out. And, and then you want to ask, I guess, is it true?
0: So then I just drop in and look at that situation. Is it true? They left me out. Yes.
1: All right. If, uh, excuse me, if the answer to number one was, was yes, ask, can you absolutely know that it's true?
0: So then I'm just going to go back in one more time and say, can I absolutely know if it's true they left me out? I'm sitting there in the meeting. I'm listening for the new, new people. Yes. Yes. They left me out.
1: How do you react? What happens in that exact situation when you believe the thought for the first time that they left you out?
0: I'm... Upset. I'm sad. I get my hands start to sweat a little bit. My face gets flush. I'm 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 feeling even a little embarrassed. Um, I feel like I I just want to put up a wall. I'm just I actually want to just run out of the room. I just I'm just I'm embarrassed. I'm sad. I I I feel like something wasn't fair. I'm not feeling a part of the group. Yeah, it doesn't feel good.
1: Who would you be without that thought that they left you out in that same situation?
0: Okay, now this is a little bit of a jump. It sometimes is hard to go back to that situation and feel what it would be like if I couldn't think the thought. If I couldn't believe the thought, like some alien came and sucked it out of my brain, it doesn't exist in my head anymore. I'm in that situation without the thought, they left me out. I'm just sitting there on the chair in community with all of my people. I'm watching the speaker. I'm looking at the anticipation of all the people's faces in the audience. I'm really happy to be a part of something positive and good and helpful and supportive. I, I love the person that's sitting next to me. I don't get to sit with them or by them very often. sitting in the chair, I can feel my feet on the ground. I feel supported. I feel supported. I'm feeling loving. I'm feeling excited. I love change. There's a new change of the guards here. It's it's a, it's a great it's a great time. Yeah, that's
1: who I am without the thought. Wow. All right, let's turn this thought around. They left me out. Debbie, can you find the turnaround to the opposite? Come up with three real examples of each of the following turnarounds. How about the opposite?
0: Okay. So they left me out. The opposite of they left me out is they didn't leave me out. Okay, so in that situation, I'm sitting there listening to them call off the names of the people in the education coordination (laughs) team, and I don't hear my name. And I'm looking for an example of how in that situation, they didn't leave me out. Okay. So it's okay. Um, It's a, it's a little bit of a meditation. So you kind of have to drop in. It's, it's a stretch to go from, they did leave me out and I'm really believing this to Now I have to find an example of where it's not true that they didn't leave me out. So sometimes it takes a minute to go in and kind of find that answer. So they didn't leave me out. Okay. So they chose, they chose a couple of other people. They, they, they chose a couple of other people, they didn't leave me out. It, it, it wasn't a personal thing. They didn't leave me out. They just they chose a couple of other people. A, a second example is they actually chose somebody that I mentored. so like I mentored somebody and and they chose them. so they didn't leave me out. They still got some of my support and some of my education so didn't leave me out. And then the third example is they didn't leave me out. They didn't ask me to leave the group. They didn't, they didn't, they didn't leave me out of the group. They, they didn't leave me out. I I was still, I I was still in the group. I just, I just wasn't asked to be in the education coordinator group. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So those are my three examples of the opposite. They didn't leave me out.
1: Well, can you find the turnaround to the others?
0: Okay. So the other turnaround is really fun. You just flip the pronouns. So they left me out. I left them out. So in that situation, how is it as true that I left them out? Okay. This is going to be a stretch. So I left them out in that situation. I'm in the meeting. They didn't call my name. How did I leave them out? Well, one example is I, when I made my announcement that I wanted to be on the education coordination team, I did not pull aside the leadership team and tell them first. So I left them out because I didn't include them in my goals privately before I said it publicly. So that's one way I left them out. I didn't check with leadership privately before I made a public announcement. Another way that I left them out is in that moment, when I really wanted to just run away from the meeting and just hide and build walls, I didn't tell them right away that I wanted them to reconsider or I I was really passionate about it. And I just wanted a chance to do something on the education team. I didn't go with them. I didn't, I didn't break down those walls and go to them. So I left them out of my process. I left them out of the way I felt and, and what I what I really wanted to do to support the team. So yeah, I left them out. I don't have a third example right now. And for the sake of time, let's move on to the next one, please.
1: <laughs> Great. Um, Unless
0: you have one you wanna tell me.
1: <laughs> no, that's okay. <laughs>
0: yeah. I'm
1: gonna tell you how you feel. Now, okay. now, can you find some examples for the turnaround to be the self? Okay.
0: So the self is really fun. You turn everything around to you, yourself. So they left me out. I left me out. Like in that situation, how is it as true that I left myself out? Um, and, and part of that came up in the last turnaround, which is fun because sometimes they build upon themselves. So the self, I left me out. I didn't speak up. I, I didn't say Hey, I really, really want to do this. Is there a way? Can you add a third person? You know, what do I need to do to, to be better, to be chosen next year? You know, all, all of these things that I was feeling. I left myself out by not showing up. I left myself out by not speaking up and saying what my true heart's desire was for that for that group. Um I left myself out. I, I put up walls in that meeting. When I was sitting there, I just, I, I was a brick. I was like, don't talk to me. And as soon as the meeting was over, I hightailed it to the car. You know, I left myself out. Um, I put up walls. I thought I was protecting myself and I left myself out. I I did that. I left myself out and I don't have a third example. So, (laughs) so um
1: that's okay so um let's go back to where we started now ask yourself is it true
0: they left me out is it true no it's not true they didn't leave me out they didn't leave me out okay so thank you cease for helping me facilitate that demonstration that Um, was powerful the, the, the magical part of this work is that is that part right there that um, coming from the realizations, going through this inquiry is that you thought what you thought this horrible thing happened right actually maybe didn't happen as you remember it, as you actually experienced it. Um, you have a new understanding of what really happened and now and now you take this information and you bring it back into the world and clean some things up. This is the part that creates the harmony, the empathy, and the general feeling of remarkableness. Remarkableness. Is that a word? Remarkableness. <laughs> okay. So as you can see from this brief demonstration, how quickly your mind can shift from what you thought was happening to what actually happened, and which can leave you the space to choose positivity instead of being stuck in a mental fog that prevents you from being your best. So in conclusion, I have been blessed with a new and remarkable perspective from researching this topic. It has led me to some beautiful morning and evening routines that are changing my overall mood and encouraging positivity. With these simple four questions of self-inquiry, I'm able to find any limiting beliefs that may hold me back from being the best I can be. I don't always practice the work, but it's a fantastic tool to have in my toolbox when things get rough because I truly do want to always think remarkably. Thank you. And if you'd like more information or you want to facilitate the work with me, please schedule a one-to-one with me, and I would love to do it with you.
1: Thank you so very much, Debbie. Um, Debbie George, this was amazing, and I, I appreciate you and um, the work that you did here with us today. Thank you.
0: Thank okay. you. Thanks for joining us this week on BNI Podcast for Success make sure to visit our website, BNI for Success, or BNIPodcastforsuccess.com, where you can subscribe to the show at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, so you'll never miss a show. Our networking success ask this week is that you tell a friend about BNI for Success.